0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, coming at you on a Thursday. Earlier this week, I was talking on the phone with Norman Locke. He's like, man, I miss you, Scott. <laughs> I miss you, bro. I, I I can't wait to see you Thursday. Well, he's not here. Lies. Lies. It's been over a month since we uh, chatted on a Thursday morning, which I think he's, it's all right. Uh, because all he would do is just waste our time talking about some meaningless televised football practice that's going to air tonight. <laughs> so uh, instead, we got my man Lynn Burton in the house this morning with me. Good morning, Lynn. How are you? Good morning, Scott, man. Doing well. Can't complain. How are you doing on this Thursday morning? Man, I'm all right. Before getting to sports here, did, is it just me or does it feel like there's like more bugs around this summer? Ooh, great question. I agree. Like Like 100%. My parents had like a fly infestation. Dude, it was gross. I had like all of these maggots in my trash can. I had to, I literally had to like boil water. I had to get a pressure washer. I mean, I had to clean that thing out. And well, then funny you say that same thing happened to me. And my girlfriend thought it was
1: because of me throwing away open containers. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, no, this I've been doing this for a while. So I had to clean
0: it up with bleach. Like you said, same deal. But then this week, I mean, there's still just a bunch of flies in there. I'm like, what's like, what's the deal here? I don't know. It, it, like, the, you know, I mean, flies or whatever. They're just annoying. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll swat them in the house all yeah. day. But like there are so like, what's a bug where you're just like, I don't. I don't want to deal with it. Ooh, okay. So
1: I am the official roach cleaner in my house. Like, I have to take care of any roach that comes by. Yeah. And spiders as well. But a, I don't know if there's a bug I wouldn't deal with, but rats for me are, like, no-go. Like, i jump on top of a chair if, like, what a rat. rat? I, I know <laughs> someone
0: close that's had a rat problem because they, I think, behind their fence is some restaurant not to be named. And so mm-hmm. now there's all these, like, baby rats in their backyard. Oh, no, and they have that, to lay yeah, out all right, well, look, you said ro- you might have to deal with, like, a monster roach in here. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I just, if if at some point over the next two hours I jump up and scream. I got you. Try not to curse <laughs> because one jumps on my leg. Bro, I got in here this morning, and there was this behemoth climbing, like, up on the wall over there. So I start <laughs> looking around the whole building for a broom. I'm like, let me try to get this thing. Like, I don't want to go up to it with, like, my—I don't want to near my— Face. Oh, okay. If okay. you go up there with just like a, a magazine or a shoe, it's kind of you're standing on something and it might fly right in your face. True. True. So I'm like, I, I, Roaches are gross. It's gross. So, so, I, you, I, so you can't do roaches. I, I mean, I do them. I just don't. I don't. don't they're, 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 yeah. I'm. I'm. I try to keep my distance when I kill. I try to do a sniper kill. <laughs> okay. I and I ain't you, walking you. behind you. You know, with like a knife. That type. That type of kill. Got you. I'm looking around the building room, whatever one's in the closet, but it's broken. I'm like, what's the deal? So I just grabbed some of the like really strong cleaning spray that's all over the place. Mm. And that device, I start spraying it. It flies on the, it, it flies on the ground. It's flipping out. I start stomping. It gets away from me, crawls somewhere underneath here. And I don't know where it is. <laughs> so this thing at any point this morning could start to crawl up one of our legs. And now I'm like, man, why didn't I wear pants? Well, I'm actually happy to be here because on top of that, my AC's broken. I saw that. I felt really bad Bro, for you when I saw that yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's been broken for a little. So we have two units, and one of them has been broken since – I don't, I don't want to get into all the annoyances of why it hadn't been fixed yet, but let's just say some poor service from um, misdiagnoses, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then suddenly last night it was like they were both out. So it's like I can't even sleep on the, on the couch. Oof. Like It's – like sticky sweat, yeah. You know? So when I got in this morning, it's like sick. I'm like, all right, man. It's A-A It's season cool. Here. I'm and feeling I walk good. In, and then this giant roach is trying to kill me.
1: <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't win them all.
0: I probably. mean, yeah, you, you, you can't win much. I don't know what it is. You can't win them all. ESPN 1420. You know, that's a good segue right there, uh, Lynn. Because, look, I'll be honest. I, I didn't, I didn't watch um, the Team USA. Rally last night against Australia. One because it didn't start to like eleven fifteen our time. Oh but, yeah, no, you got to be up late to watch those things. Like I, I, there's part of me that is I'm, I'm looking at Team USA basketball. From what I understand, they were down double digits and then they just rolled, and Kevin Durant and Drew Holiday went off. And okay, cool. But like you can't win them all. And yet, if you're the U.S. men's basketball team, it's it's almost like you have to. And then when you do you have it's, to do it convincingly. Well, even then it's like, okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah, like like I I feel like I have never been one of those guys that's like, ah, right, well, don't go back to the way it was before 92. It's like, come on. How many Team USA games did you watch in 84, 88, whatever? Maybe you watched some, you probably didn't. Uh the dream team was is iconic and it'll always be there. But like moving forward, like it, it Barring catastrophe, they're going to win gold um, Saturday. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's like as triumphant as when your girlfriend says, Lynn, kill that roach, and you do It's like, yay. (laughs) Yes. It's just this expectation of, cool, good job. Mm -hmm. Go back to whatever you're doing. Carry along. There's no, I'm not even trying to downplay the accomplishment. Like, I'm not talking trash about them. But the reality is, if they do it, it's just kind of like, you were supposed to do it. Golf clap, like way to go. Yep, no one hundred percent. And cool. see, and if you don't, it's it's it's, it's catastrophic.
1: Yeah. It's hell frying brimstone. And see, last night it started at the beginning of the night. It's like, oh snap, is it over? People were throwing out takes. USA done for Katie. This that ridiculous. And yeah, it was it was all out there. And I'm just looking, and then all of a sudden the run happens, and they were like, oh, you're supposed to do this, but what about those tweets you made 15 minutes ago? So. They can't
0: win for losing. Like anything other than a blowout win is is like considered a failure. Yeah. And anything that's like close or, God forbid, a loss, it's like, oh my God, it's the end of basketball as we know it in the United States. It's so over the top. But like, there's nothing fun about it. Mm. I I can I can
1: admit with this team, unlike the redeem team, there was something interesting team watching it happen. This I don't know. And maybe I'll attribute some of it to, like, the time difference between us and Tokyo. But just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same watching watching the USA team this year. And, I, and I've watched most of their, their games. I've enjoyed, funny enough, the three-on-three women's game a lot more than, like, the five-on-five men's yeah, game. Why? Why is that? N- I don't know the players. It feels like stakes are there. It, and it's
0: and lo- it's like a, it's the Olympics. So it's yeah. not like you're, like, the Olympics are, are great sort of, like, buffet. Mhm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're like, you know and I usually don't eat this. But I'm gonna come corn green leaf lemon chicken <laughs> thai what but I'm gonna eat it right now cuz yeah. it's here and you know what? It's good and I'm gonna try it. But you're not going there every day. It's like the Olympics every 4 years, let me check it out. So you don't need that star power to sort of suck you in and oh I'm gonna it was interesting like if if I just feel like it, the the way USA basketball is set up if if basically you're playing simply and and the biggest goal is just don't embarrass yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I that's that I'm not into that. It, and is um, it time
1: to change it to yeah. the young
0: the young of like the Cade Cunningham's and the college kids? Well, do something like you could keep it interesting if it was like we're going to do 24 and under. Twenty three and under, because then you can still like, not that the league has any say in it, but the league likes the fact that it it gets free marketing. This whole thing, I mean, Mm -hmm. you you don't watch Durant and Lillard and Holiday. I mean, you're thinking of the NBA. You're thinking about storylines. You're thinking about NBA storylines. You're not thinking about oh, who's gonna who's gonna d up the. The guy that shoots three is <laughs> from Norway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the guy's name. Yeah, you, you know you've what I Never mean? heard of the guy exactly. So it's it's. But if you keep it at like twenty three and under or twenty four and under, well, now I mean, shoot, the, the 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 old Pelicans would have had three players on the team. We would, that have. would have been interesting. But it it can be. You can still get some marketing element of man. Can these young guys do it? Because they're playing pros that have played together nonstop. Yep. Um, you can have some college players in it. It doesn't just have to be NBA players under 23. But some, I don't. That's just a suggestion. But I, I like I, it because it, it adds it is some suspense. Now, Yeah. Like, so if they win the gold Saturday, like, are we going to celebrate, or it's like move along. Yeah, it, exactly. And see, that's why it was shocking
1: to me to hear like Jerry Colangelo was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Trey Young's interested, but it doesn't even give him a call," and it's like. That's the type of stuff. We, it should have been like the the Trey Youngs, the John Morans, designs. Like you said, the under twenty four crowd, because not only is that good for USA basketball and good for just breeding basketball it's good for the league, it's good for the people watching and it's good for those players. Because I would love
0: Zion to have some Olympic experience right about now. On top of that, if you keep it twenty three and on, like if you, I, I they say, well, just just go straight to college kids and nothing else. I got news for you. If you just went to college, kids, I I you think USA. Yeah. Oh no, I mean Luka Doncic would go out there True. by himself and just dominate all of them. Yeah, but you fact. keep it twenty four <laughs> and under, twenty three and under, something like that. Now it's a little more interesting. There's a challenge. You can have some college players that that makes it interesting. Young pros. You get the the publicity with the NBA, and I think the idea that I, gold is still, I guess, the goal, and maybe for some the expectation, but it's not all but guaranteed, or else this is a complete embarrassment and failure. As to, it's the worst thing ever. And then, I mean, you know, we, 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 I say that almost, you know, with hyperbole, and then I think about it, I'm like, no, you, everyone, the 4 U S Olympic team, everyone's like, what a, what a disaster. Um, like, like, cool, you got, you, uh, Sean Marion. you like to keep your bronze medal around, and your whole, like, you, next year NBA ring, you have your bronze there? <laughs> you no, know, bronze medal for a lot of Olympic athletes is... Is not like, for the NBA players. Oh, though. it's awesome, it's an honor, but for a U.S. player, for basketball, it's like, no, man, you, you put that, put that away. away.
1: Yeah, you don't even show it. You don't put even that tell anybody about <laughs> it. And then
0: somebody buys it ironically and wastes money, and then, you, you know, you move on. <laughs> exactly. So what would you do? I I say 23 or 24 and under. 23 and under probably is the best way because then you get to 24, maybe you got some all-star that's been in the league for five years. True. Then it becomes more just about them.
1: I'm with this suggestion, man. That sounds like a very interesting suggestion. It sounds like a suggestion that not only fans can get behind, but the league can get behind. I'm with it. I I think that now that you've, you've sold this to me, I think that's really the way to go.
0: Like one reason the U.S. went to... The current format 30 years ago is that Americans were, you know, they were, they, they hated that the Soviets kept beating, you know, college kids and that, um, you know, international competition, it was just not. But I got, you know, high school, college, and young NBA players aren't what they were over 30 years ago. They're at a, different, they're a whole different level now. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, you're not necessarily restricting pros, but you're adding a wrinkle to it that I'm sure the IOC or, you know, the U.S. Olympic Committee anyway would probably not like it because they just they want medal count and they like the fact that they have some guarantee there, but from an entertainment standpoint, from a viewing standpoint, I would be like, I'm in. What time are they playing? I want to see this. I want to see how this, whoever the coach is, you know, make it a notable one, but can they pull this off? Can they make this happen? Going up against these things, it would be really tough. I mean, I, they might not win any medals. I don't know, but I w- it would be better than this.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely would make you feel like hmm. And then on the flip, if for the NBA for the foreign NBA players, it's like ooh, can Doncic do this on his final year in Olympic eligibility? And see, could you could Nikola Jokic beat the young pros of the NBA? And I think it would add to their players mystique and intrigue in building their cachet since the league is becoming a more international friendly league it could give some of those face some some of those stars a little bit more star power
0: espn 1420 com. scott prather lynn burton you can hit us up 269 1077 you can email me scott at espn 1420.com if you want to jump in here um uh, email from uh, Jackson. He says, Scott, I read an article on Yahoo about this very subject. One interesting facet of it was the suggestion of 23 and under, but one exception. So I guess what he's saying is, appreciate you uh, listening. Claire. I guess what he's saying is one exception in that it could just be any pro player. Oh, okay. Like so having you, like one old guy. Right. Ah, I would like be, that. <laughs> who's, who wants that responsibility? The old man on the team. I don't know that it would necessarily be a superstar. Although I'm sure Team USA would want it to be. Would it just have to be this like great older teammate that has like, <laughs>
1: like Jared Dudley that has like
0: patience and is willing to, you know? Well, it's got to be somebody that plays. Dude. Okay. Okay. Dudley. Dudley wouldn't even get a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be the old Carmelo Anthony
1: role when like he was just the USA guy on all those FIBA World Cup teams is like the old man just getting his gold medals. That that's kind of that role.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. something then other than what we get right now. Like when I watch typically it's just been I want if 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 a player for the Pelicans and it's not the case this year. Like I like in 2012 AD was had not started his rookie year yet and he mm-hmm. was on a stacked team. US yeah, he team. was. You know, he had Kobe LeBron and stuff. And I would just watch to see him get in late in the game. And he'd play a little bit. And that was it. But, like, I didn't actually care about – I can't even remember who they were playing. You like, just cared about seeing AD because that was your yeah, guy coming and to it the, didn't, the team. The goal didn't even matter because it was just this formality. It wasn't – like, I feel like that's not – that shouldn't be the draw for watching Team USA. It shouldn't be. Watch, you know, a player on your favorite team play against – you know a, a team in another country and you may recognize one or two of the players and then that's it um, this way we get some stakes make it happen yeah I'm with it come on Colangelo I know you're listening <laughs> Colangelo's too busy getting trey young hate all over the internet so man. if it's if they if it was allowed okay 23 and under but you just get one mm-hmm. older guy Ooh, okay. any age doesn't matter who would it be yeah who would you pick? Oh, man, so if I'm the GM,
1: the older guy, I'd pick if I'm Colangelo. See, I wouldn't pick KD. I wouldn't pick any of the—I'd pick Drew Holiday just to give us, like, a sure, solidified defender, <laughs> like, just to make sure, hey, these young guys, I don't know if they play defense, but I know one guy that'll play defense, Drew Holiday. How is that guy not
0: exhausted at this
1: point? Crazy. He's, I mean, on, a, he's on a run. I'm happy for him because this love- is everything he's wanted. And he's, di- He's like, the second-to-best player right now from he what is. I've been reading. 'Cause he's the only one doing the the dirty work. He's playing that Drew Holiday's type of basketball, playing defense, getting assists, and then of course you have the KDs and the
0: Dames going off each game point wise. I think but. if you were to get I would want to get like an older big man. Okay. Somewhat traditional because you can go and grab the ball off the rim and some and, and it's I think it, it it factors in with the FIBA rules a little bit. hmm You know? Funny um, enough,
1: let me ask you who I don't know if you've noticed this. Who is the American big man is it Bam? that you would send?
0: Oh, who would I send? See, I don't know. They're, that they're it, on. it,
1: the only one we could is Bam. That's the thing. It, all the greats are Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, Valanchunas, Adams.
0: No, Wait, Embiid's, Embiid's American, right? No,
1: Embiid's from, uh, like, I think Cameroon. Really? I, yeah. Originally?
0: I he mean, doesn't do, play do, for you, us. Yeah, no, he you, plays for, for
1: Cameroon, oh, I'm pretty sure.
0: Clint Capella?
1: No, he's he's not for us either. Like, they, this is something I've thought about. All the greats are from foreign born. Like, the closest thing we, we have is Aiden in the Bahamas, but they didn't fill out his paperwork in time.
0: Well, he's he could be, he would already be on the team. Yeah, he would he's be, not even 23 yet, young, right? Yeah. He's not 24 yet.
1: But in terms of old, yeah, it would have to be Bam or
0: like Draymond. I mean, that's, no, that's not a traditional. <laughs> that's not a traditional big... Um, Deandre Jordan Andre Drummond <laughs> oh God <laughs> uh, um yeah it's not looking good for the American big right now I'll tell you what man espn 1420.com um all right when we come back where exactly did uh, miles Brennan injure his arm fishing got news on that and freak injuries that had nothing to do with sports like maybe when Lynn was reaching down to kill a roach in the studio. Or maybe I threw my shoulder out when I flipped out, when it jumped on my leg. Hopefully that doesn't happen during the break, everybody. I'm Scott Prather. That is Lynn Burton. And in regards to Max Johnson now being the guy with LSU, what's the positive side of that going into fall camp? UL's fall camp players report today. 2021 expectations. We'll dig into that. Don't go anywhere. It's the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. That's Lynn Burton. We're right back right after this. Welcome back. Into the Great Scott Show. The Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Coming at you on a Thursday morning. Lynn Burton is in with me this morning. Glad to be here. So Miles Brennan, I feel bad for this guy. I mean it. One of the one of
1: like the worst like sports situations to be in. You feel from kids
0: only twenty two, man, and he's he's like, I. There's been so many times in his career at LSU where they're. It's your like, Early on in his career, you're gonna leave. Yeah, he's like, no, man, I want to start here, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. sit here, and yeah, they. Oh, they brought in Joe Burrow. You're gonna leave? Like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard. And you'd like to think that that's commonplace, but for that position, it's not in college football. If you're a quarterback, and believe me, he could have transferred somewhere. It might not have been as big of a program and started and been playing a lot. And so last year, he's a starter. I thought played well, despite the fact that he was getting the snot knocked out of him. And gets hurt and then... Out for the year, was plain hurt, by the way, which I don't think gets talked about enough. Like, guys, you, you didn't know how bad that injury was? Like, you put him back out there in that game? Uh, T.J. Finley played, started for a little while. He's gone now. Yeah, he said, uh, I couldn't deal with it. He's out uh, of here. Max Johnson comes in, plays better. LSU wins their last two games. They finish 5-5. Five and, five. and You know how the fan base is. It
1: Pulled behind Johnson, and they became this whole controversy this offseason.
0: Yeah, and and whatever. So you have an open competition. I mean, to your point, uh, heading into the season, people talking. And then before they can even get there, Brandon breaks his arm. Uh, they said originally it was that, you know, fishing. So it was a fishing trip. He was in Grand Isle and poor guy he didn't even get out and get to catch anything. <laughs> it was, he wasn't even, he wasn't, he was preparing for a fishing trip in Grand Isle, his final week off before preseason practice. He's gone through the wall season workouts. Let me get away. Let me go. Let me have
1: a weekend of myself. It's not like the guy was partying.
0: He was getting a a wholesome afternoon fishing. Let me go catch some speckled trout, right? Just enjoy myself. Um, His father uh, was on uh, WWL in New Orleans in an interview and said that his son was holding equipment, and his flip flop got caught on a loose board. Oof! And he tripped and fell, and put his non-throwing arm down to catch himself. Hurt bad. Fifth-year senior said, "Probably just bruised." Went to sleep, woke up, and was like, "Okay, this is pretty. This, 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 this hurts a little more than it should." Left, drove himself to Baton Rouge. Doctors said, "Oh, you actually have a compound fracture in the middle of your humerus." Oof. I mean, it's just – I get it that that can happen, but that's just a freak accident, man. Yeah. like It wasn't like he was out there doing, you know, motorcycle wheelies or putting himself in danger. He was just getting the boat ready. Yeah,
1: just walking. See, that's why I'm not a thong flip-flop kind of guy. I'm just like either wear shoes or I get the Jordan slides. They stay on.
0: Tell you what, man, that's a bad beat. Uh, Underwent surgery earlier this week. He's right handed. His dad said in the interview, and you can read more about this at ESPN1420.com or the ESPN1420 app, that he'll start throwing again in a few weeks. Um, but the rehab will take day to day. It's not like this is an old lineman that, well, you know, he has a broken finger. He gets, th- I mean, even though it's it. his non throwing arm, I mean, it's, it's a broken humerus. I mean, it's a fracture. Yeah, it's like, a he big can't, deal. He can't go out there. Um and just it's not Archie Manning in the seventies, which by the way he did in a game at LSU play with a giant cast on his arm. I, I don't know, man. And and again, you know, his dad reiterated, look, he doesn't have any intention of leaving LSU. He's got one more year of eligibility because I mean he'll be a, a six year senior. He also might get two more because he could receive a medical. Rec- I mean, the guy mm-hmm. could be there for like seven years, and at this point he started three games. Yeah, oof, crazy his fifth year now and. Uh, not good that it happened, so I'm not trying to say... The positive spin isn't to suggest it's overall a good thing. There's something about a quarterback competition versus, okay, you got all the reps, you know you're the guy, we're not going to not tell either of you, let you each take reps with the first team all this month, tell you guys who's going to start two days before the opener and then not reveal it until it kicks off. Yep, like We've seen that many times Max Johnson now gets to go out there essentially and know his role as a, as a second year freshman because last year he was a true freshman again. El, no eligibility is is essentially free last year. He gets to do his thing, man. It's yep. only true freshmen behind him. and he knows it's his role. See,
1: and and that if if there's any positive, it's it's Max Johnson having clarity and
0: being comfortable going into Game One. And just being able to get all those reps with the first team, true, 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 true. and and being the guy, I, I maybe guys are better when they do have someone pushing them. I don't know. I mean, he seemed Johnson seems like a good kid. I don't know him personally. Don't know much about him. Mainly just what I saw last year, and that his dad's Brad Johnson, and his dad put some cool funny videos up on Instagram <laughs> with all these trick shots. Yeah, he did. Uh, so I, you know, that uh, overall. I don't look at this as, well, it's probably a good thing. Oh, I'm just trying to look at a positive spin. But in the end, that's weird, man. Like, the freak injuries, I remember I was saying this earlier this week, ESPN1420.com, like Jonathan Lucroy, when he was, like, coming up, the former Rage occasion catcher who is, uh, you know, two-time All-Star, still playing in the majors, he, he was having his best season as a pro. It was, like, nine years ago. Hitting like 345 30 and just great like a great season in Milwaukee and his wife Sarah like a freak accident in the hotel room like accidentally closed the suitcase that then fell like off the floor and then it he ended up injuring himself and he had to have surgery and he missed all this time I'm like these are freak injuries yeah this isn't you know,
1: this is like you said, this isn't a guy riding a motorcycle, popping wheelies and falling.
0: This yeah. isn't Ben Roethlisberger, son of a motorcycle, and f- putting his giant head the through a windshield. Skydiving or something, yeah. You know. I mean, you know, he comes on in the morning, right? Um, Jay, Jay, Jason Williams, Jay Williams. He, he's on the radio show in the morning with Keyshawn and Zubin. I mean, his his pro career ended because he, his rookie year in his contract that said you can't be doing this and he's yep, he out wrote. there on motorcycles on video saying hey what are you going to do I'm not supposed to do it and then messed up his knee and that was it it was over with yeah like these these are the ones where it's like ooh that's now Luke Roy came back played well and and Brennan at some point but it's one thing when you are already in the pros and you got a whole career in front of you. Like it's a different thing in college. You might lose that starting gig, and as a quarterback, never get it back. Maybe you wouldn't have had it anyway. But like, I want you to think: at some point, there has to be some embarrassing freak injury you've had that you that, that I am going to force you to share with us in a minute. But right now, let's head to the phone lines two six nine ten seventy seven two six nine one zero seven seven. Good morning, welcome into the show.
2: Good morning, guys. I, I'm glad. You're right. It's, it's good that it wasn't like a, a Jason Pierre Paul moment where he like oh, yeah. was playing with fireworks or something like that. At least, at least it was like a, a freak accident. Maybe we need to call Ronnie and see if this is Ronnie's fault. You know, he likes fishing, so maybe he was at Ronnie and Ronnie tripped him with a tackle box or something. But no, the reason why I called was um, my question to you is you said he might have a year or two of eligibility, but... Do you see if Max Johnson plays well that he takes the he gets a shot to take the spot back or that he takes the spot back? Wouldn't you would you it, think it, that maybe it, it
0: all depends how well? Yeah, and, how, and what that would they do this season? And and Brendan stuck around, you know, when they brought Burrow in when he was the only guy left, but he was also only in his third or second, second year. second year and. It's weird because he played as a true freshman and then, you know, back when Danny Etling was the quarterback. That's how long yeah. the, that's how long Brennan's been there oh, and yet yeah. he's got another Best year ever. next year. And I don't think you can I mean are you gonna get a medical red shirt because of you know, a fishing thing? I don't know. I don't know how that works. But but yeah, if yeah. Johnson if Johnson oh. plays really well, and he sees the writing on the wall. It's one thing when Burrow comes in, and you're like, okay, well, when he's done, I'm still going to have time left. I can have two years here. This is different. Another thing when you got a guy that's got four years of eligibility. Of course, if he's not playing well, there's a chance Brennan could be playing at the end. You know, end of later of the than, later this season.
2: Yeah, and well, my my thing is is let's say he does play well, and 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 you know he's, he's there. On top of that, you also got Howard coming behind him, and then. You know, so you, and you got. And Nussmeyer's there Walker. already.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you got Walker Howard coming behind him, and then I don't know. You never know. Arch Manning might come, so it's like, dude, like <laughs> this might be your only window. Maybe, maybe he should consider
0: transferring. Uh, again, trans- this is all the reasons why I feel bad for him. Yep. If he gets beat yeah. out and doesn't start week one, I mean, but whenever it's to some freak out injury, of his control, man. Sucks, man. Yeah,
2: the worst, man. Well. All right, guys, well, y'all have a good morning. Y'all
1: hang up and listen. You have a good morning, Josh. Thanks for calling, man.
0: You ever just hurt yourself?
1: See, the funny thing is, I've never, never really... stepped on a rake? Okay, I've done
0: stuff like that. <laughs> stepped on a nail, like... I mean, it doesn't have to be... No, ste- stepping on a nail is an accident. Stepping on a rake is like, okay, you, you did that to yourself.
1: Yeah, I never, re- never broken any bones. The worst I've done is, like, gotten in, like cheated on and punched a glass and like i had to get stitches in my hand like that's like the the worst thing that's happened but oh, never broke back. any bones you got cheated on yeah man i was real mad like i was, I was you got high angry. school i was at my house i saw my phone and like i just punched a glass and like when i pulled my hand out like sliced it on the and my mom was like you're an idiot
0: <laughs> that's like the dumbest thing i've done injury to insult literally just
1: so i just had to sit in the hospital room with my mom like waiting to get stitches and she was. She was not making things better for me at all.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have any crazy ones. It's just as you get older, you start, you know, getting hurt, bending down to pick up Oof. a kid, or when does that start? Dancing too hard. I don't know. It, some at some point, <laughs> to, it changes for everyone. Apparently, it never starts for Tom Brady. But true, that dude. Jeez,
1: I can't believe he played through that injury,
0: man. Shocking. Brees had a whole bunch of injuries last year, too. It wasn't just a True. bunch of broken ribs. That's why, you know, not just quarterbacks, but everyone, like, it. I mean, Armstead's played through some, like, gut-riching pain, and yet he's missed games because of injury, and there's this... This narrative there's about this, Yeah, there's a certain segment of fans that are like, I mean, he needs to gut it out. It's like, God, if you, I mean, if you only knew. Talking to some of his teammates, they say, like, it... Maybe it was Zach Streif was telling me once. He's like, I don't... I, I, I couldn't... Like, it was... I couldn't just do that. Include, just this absurd amount of pain. He didn't say he couldn't do it. I'm sure he's played through something, but he was basically just saying like anyone that doesn't think Toronto Armstead is, is like one of the toughest SOBs. I mean, they need to check themselves. I don't know, man. Just hear like Calvin Johnson's going to, you know, go into the hall of fame this yes, week. He he's like, you know, everyone's like, man, when you retired, everyone just assumed you would come back after a year, or whatever. He's like, am hey, I, it hurt to do everything. Like Oof. everything. He's like, there's jokes out there that somebody would pay me to come back now like I my body wouldn't let me do that you know and that's Megatron right and he was just giant but And funny you say that I, I assume that's what Andrew Luck is at this point
1: like I, I don't think because people are saying should Luck come back for the Colts yeah, it's like I don't back, think Luck Luck's
0: going to do that man it's the farther you get away from it it's one thing when you're Philip Rivers and you're like uh oh I got to coach high school kids now, and you make sure that the press yesterday learns. I mean, if someone needs me, I'm ready to come back and sling it. <laughs> That's different than, like, I haven't played in years, and I left because I was chronically injured, and it was always rehab, and I was just done. Yeah, um, yeah. the, the farther you get away from the game, man, you can't just. I mean, who's, a, like, a notable NFL player that left – Football for like multiple years mm. and came back and played. See, that's what I'm trying to think. When you put the multiple in there, that took Brett Favre
1: out of it. But one thing:
0: if it's one, if it's one, and F- I mean Favre never actually left. True, he never he never missed the season. True. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't
1: think of anyone that that left for like multiple years and then came back and actually played well.
0: That's right. I mean, it just it doesn't it just doesn't, doesn't happen, man. It's one thing when guys are. They don't make a team, they stay in shape, they end up signing, they come back, oh man, a year away, no one wanted me. I just was doing the those are different than guys that are good and retire because mm-hmm. their body's shot. Uh uh. ESPN fourteen twenty and Don't punch through any glass. <laughs> don't do it. It's not it's not healthy. I don't recommend. 1420.com Um let's see. Morgan Lalou. Uh, the uh, Rajan Cajun alum and pole vaulter from Catholic in New Iberia uh, did not win the pole vault finals this morning. Uh, she was unable to clear the 4.5 meters in her first three attempts. And so she did get to the finals, and she had been competing, talking about pain, um, with a partially torn Achilles tendon, which I Oof. I can't imagine... Doing the pole vault with that. Yeah. But she made it over a higher bar in her final prelim uh to try to advance to the finals. But um where but, she did advance to the finals, but today just couldn't clear it. And I I, I can't I mean that's gotta oof that's pain. Uh,
1: your Achilles? Like that's what she pushes on. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. That's crazy. She gutted that through. Did she so she did she did she get the silver?
0: No, no, she okay. didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. She wasn't able to get out of the first round, so she won't medal. But oh, okay, yeah, just the final. we the fi- I say you. first round, the finals, but she wasn't able to clear the first bar. Um, shout out to her, man. Speaking about pain threshold,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Kudos to and, and a New Iberia native. I love it from good old Katlakai. You got to you got to make sure you put
0: the the ick on the end Mate, of it. I'm not. You are the New Iberia expert. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Um, Mondo Duplantis Tuesday won the gold. Got it done with ease. And then just for shiggles, decided I'm going to go try to show everybody that I can get higher than the current world record, which by the way is owned by me. Um, he didn't, and had he cleared it, it would have just it wouldn't have counted because it wasn't technically in competition. Wasn't real? I mean, he was like a centimeter away from clearing it. Though it's only a matter of time. He's just twenty one. And I wrote an article yesterday uh, on our website that's been getting a lot of traffic. It's great. I I read it. And I was actually going to bring it up. I appreciate it. So I, my question to you is: What were like everyone's? I just heard it constantly. Like, why didn't he compete for us? They called in and they called in multiple times in so, our show and asked that. Now, now you know. But I want to know what some of the more ridiculous things that maybe you had heard were. Mm more on that when we come back right after this it's espn1420 espn1420.com and the espn1420 app for those of you listening on the espn1420 stream either on the app via your desktop mobile device connected car smart speakers wherever it is that is brought to you by champagne's mark on the oil center champagne's going the extra mile we're right back right after this ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN 1420 app, Scott Prather, Lynn Burton. So, Mondo Duplantis, Lafayette native, dual citizen, won the gold Tuesday to no one's surprise. Uh, He currently holds the top two highest jumps in the history of Poland. He's the GOAT. And will continue to break his own records. Only 21, hasn't reached his peak yet. This guy just is soaring to new heights, um, incredible at his craft. And as I wrote about yesterday, I I'm, look guys, I'm not a pole vaulting expert. <laughs> I don't watch pole vaulting like in my spare time, although I um, I watch it when Mondo's doing it. Yeah, because when he started, I mean I just I don't know, it was, it was several years ago I saw some video that was viral of him pole vaulting in his backyard. And then I was re—I—I I, I, it got me curious, and then I read. I'm like, oh man, this guy competes like mm-hmm. at a high level, and he did that one year at LSU, and his dad, Greg, I think coached him there. His dad, Greg, was a world class pole vaulter when he was younger. Um, but Mondo, I got interested in uh, him maybe more so than pole vaulting, just because mm-hmm. I was like, this is incredible. This guy is the best ever, and he's from here. Um, I've never tried pole vaulting, so I, I'm not somebody that can sit here and tell you the intricacies and all the ins and outs. All I know is that the best pole vaulter ever is a young man that's from here, and that, to me, is interesting. And if you're from here, I'm going to root for you. I was I was rooting for Morgan, and unfortunately, you know, with her Achilles injury, she wasn't able to, to clear that first bar this morning. Um, but I was in here Tuesday morning, and, like, I was like exhilarated trying to host the show while also watching the stream. And then Jay comes in on Tuesdays and he's sitting in here with me and I'm like, ah oh, I got He's like, What is what are you doing? Are you having a seizure? I'm like, oh, he, the he, almost, is- he almost cleared it. Um, but I figured like I, I used to hear several years ago, like, why is he like why 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 does he compete for Sweden? Or what's the deal? Why does he not like the U.S. Or and and I shouldn't say that like the majority of folks that ask are generally just curious, mm-hmm. but of course there is a little bit of misinformation out there and folks that are like, uh, you know, Sweden paid him all this money and got him to leave and all this other stuff, and that's that's not really the case. So that's kind of why I I wrote the article I did but what were sometimes it's people just may borderline asking questions borderline making assumptions out loud when they talk about it but like you said the last couple days you've been asked a bunch of
1: problems. Yeah they uh, literally when Charlie and I were leading up talking all week leading up to the group uh match which was on Saturday last Saturday um Everybody was like, "Why doesn't he compete for us if he's born here he does he not like us that type of thing and literally the exact same thing that you said, I heard from just Did he get paid to leave here? Uh, Does he hate America? Literally, those two exact phrases said on the air and and callers asked. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just his mom's from there. And he, he, he has a connection to his mom. And then seeing your story elaborate that the USA didn't allow his dad to coach him. He's coached by his parents. He's a citizen of there. And the fact is, which I think is the big thing, he can't make the real money that he's that his talent allows him to here, so I wouldn't compete here either.
0: I mean, yeah, a lot to unpack. So it's not that the U.S. said your dad or mom can't coach you; they never made the offer. Oh, got you. My um, and maybe they would have never had. I don't know. We'll never know. But Sweden said you're, you know, if you if you compete for us, and he was competing for Sweden when he was in high school. You know, your father um, didn't coach you on on the Swedish team. Uh, that offer was not made by the U.S. team, and Mondo is still coached today by his father, Greg, and his mother, Helena. Um, when it comes to the Olympics, so Sweden selects their Olympians on the totality of their performance over several years, rather than this all-or-nothing Olympic trial. Mm-hmm. You get hurt, you have a bad day. I mean, shoot, today Morgan Lulu Romero's in the the finals, and she's got a torn Achilles. Uh, Now, granted, she's at the Olympics. She's not at the trials. But what if that happened to the trials? Oh, suddenly you're good enough, but you can't go. Or maybe it's not an Achilles tear, but it's something more just a couple of days, this injury. It would Mm -hmm. heal up by the time you get to Tokyo. Sprain ankle. Too bad, right? Um, That's that's just another aspect to throw in there. Um, He's able to start competing in a much younger age in Sweden at the highest level on a professional level. They don't have the same age restrictions as they do here. He is a citizen of Sweden in the United States. His mother's from Sweden. His Swedish grandma's English. Um, Sweden did not fast track his citizenship. They didn't pay him to become a citizen. He has been a citizen of Sweden since his birth. So that's another factor. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as you pointed out, Lynn, like more lucrative financially. And and like, like he's he is a big star there. He was the. He's the 2020 World Athletics Male Athlete of the Year. See when you, and that was like, another thing he said. How many people in Lafayette walk around and say, "Man, we got the the World <laughs> Athlete of the Year. He's from here." People don't even know that. <laughs> I could tell
1: my I could say that to my mom, she'd be like, "Who?" And right, I'm like, "Exactly." Right.
0: And that's a big deal in Sweden. He's 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 a big deal there and um, you know, more endorsements, more everything. And credit to him for learning learning how to speak Swedish and um, you know, I I I, w- I don't I don't look if somebody says I'm not rooting for him just because he doesn't compete for the U S. That's to each his own. Yeah, it's your all, all I'll say is just make sure you have the full story or know why. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. I'm not gonna tell you who if you don't want to root for him, even though you're from here and he is. But is the guy that finished second, uh, Nielsen, He's he's competes for the U S. Fine. I'm not. I, I have, I'm not trying to tell you who to root for. I'm just saying make sure you know the whole story and don't make any assumptions. One hundred. And that's why I wanted to write that yesterday, just so people had the had the facts.
1: And I'm glad you did because like you said, I try to pull for anybody who's from here. If I see you from the Lafayette, Bro Bridge, New Iberia, just Acadiana in general, I'm like, I got to root for you. Lafayette, Paris, Vermilion,
0: Paris, mm-hmm. St. Martin, Paris, bring it. Yep, I'm with you. We're, we're going to rock with you. That's a fact. 269-1077. Let's head to the phone lines. Hello.
2: Hey, I was just calling in to tell you, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know if you are going to bring up your article, but I read it. I read the whole thing. And I'm going to be honest with people that you was were. That, that was I was upset to be honest I was upset but I wasn't Shame upset on you. because Shame on hey you, listen <laughs> I, you know, hey, I, I can take it I can take it I didn't know that he was like freaking messy in Sweden. I didn't, I didn't know... I didn't
0: say messy, but... <laughs> I'm
2: saying, you said in the article he was as big as, like, soccer superstars. As some like, of the soccer stars in that
0: in that country, yes. Some of their better... Yes, yes.
2: Players. So what I'm saying is he's there. He's one of, like, he's like their messy is what I'm getting at. So what like I'm saying is he's big there, and I didn't under, I didn't know that. Like, the way I viewed it was he was a kid who could get a lot more money from Sweden, and he decided to go 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 compete for Sweden And it just bummed me out Because I feel like The American Olympic Council Doesn't support their athletes enough And I brought that up to Lyndon too Like the, like the payments That Americans get for meddling Compared to other countries And some of these countries Like Kazakhstan pay more So I guess for me It just kind of Rub me the wrong way on both sides. Like, I'd love to see him go for USA, but I'd also like to see USA support their athletes better. But the real reason why I called in was, uh, I don't know if y'all saw it or caught it, but Luca just lost uh, to France by one point uh, on a last-second shot. Uh, They were down by, like, five or six with, like, less than a minute to go, and they came back. And one of the guys from Slovenia missed a free throw, which put him down by one. And then they had a last-second heave from uh, Luca, and they lost. But I thought it was a really cool game. But it's going to be France and USA in the championship. But anyway, guys, I'll hang up and listen.
1: Thank Appreciate you for calling. And see, he was one of, in what I was telling you off-air, who we were discussing, just the, the U.S. payouts. And I was like, man, that's pretty sad.
0: It is what it is, man. I, I, let's not underplay. Look, I'm I, the lucrative part, you know, in terms of competing for the country and and being a star there. Like I'm not. That's that's a big deal. Obviously, let's not underplay the part about his, his parents family, yeah. getting to coach him. Facts. I mean, and his I mean, gran- not being in, away from his grandparents. Slip too. in the 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 Vin Diesel meme, man. Like family, man. Never turn your back on family. <laughs> For real, though. like no, 100%. Like, you can't just look at one. I mean, you got to you got it all of those factors at, combined. You got to look at all of it. It's not just, oh, there's this kid. His mom was born here a long time ago. Let's see if he can. That's nah, not how it went at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, hopefully uh, enough people read it. I appreciate those that have that are sharing it just to get the word out. And I. He's the best in the world. That And that's the he's thing. He's the best ever at that sport ever. Like I, I I know someone that pole vaulted in in college and they were saying like, man, you start getting up to like four meters or something like it is, it kind of gets like scary. Like it's, it's, it, this guy's going 6.18. I mean, he's up there just like you said, just flying up there. Like it's a, it's a whole nother, just a whole nother level. And you know, I, I I wherever he's wherever he's competing next, I'll if there's a stream of it, I'm gonna watch. You watching? Yeah, if he's the, if he's about to try to set another world record. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna watch it. I'm, I'm there with you. He him, he gained man. a fan this Olympics. He definitely did in me. ESPN1420and.com. All right, guys, don't go anywhere. That's gonna do it for the first hour of the show. The great sports callers open think tank. We got more on the way. That is Lynn Burton. I am Scott Prather. Saints keep bringing in one cornerback after another. That's not a good sign, guys. It's not a good sign. Oof. Medal count, overall medal leaders. Give you updates on that as well. A lot more coming your way. The US does not lead the medal count in gold. We'll tell mm. you who does. They do lead one category, though. Saints cornerback, Saints depth. Oof. Spare. Lakers age and 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 do you find it as ridiculous that I do that the Knicks' potential starting five is being lauded as, like, scary? Playoff team, man. Deep I mean, it's fine. Run. Okay, cool. It's not a bad starting lineup, but my God, dude, the Knicks. <laughs> Championship team, man. They're making team. it look like they're treat- the media's treating it like the dream team, and yet you... I'm, I'm not crazy about the Pelicans all season thus far, but you got two all-stars, a generational talent. You know, mm-hmm. you got a... Uh, probably the ninth or tenth best center in the league. And Valanciunas. you got some decent, it's not, not incredible, but it's like people poop on that. And then they look at the Knicks are like, dude, great team. Not- Evan agendas. Fournier. <laughs> but they're going to trash those contracts in a couple years. Mm, you know it. Oh, we got to get rid of one of these guys and get someone great to come here. Credit to uh, shout out Julius Ray, though. He got paid. Good for him. Yeah, super excited for him. He deserved it. ESPN 1420. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the eight o'clock hour. I'm Scott Prather, Lynn Burton in the house this morning. One hour in, the roach has not popped its head out. It has not. Thank the stars. The. NFL's preseason kicks off tonight at the uh Pro Football Hall of Fame's uh Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Nice. That's what it's called. You gonna watch any of it?
1: I, I I'm going to have to because one Norman Locke is expecting me to, and he's gonna be messaging me That's during just it. Like,
0: with, with no, no, <laughs> with with no respect whatsoever. Both of y'all just need to get alive. <laughs> If y'all sitting there texting back and forth about the Hall of Fame game, is it just like jokes or are y'all serious? Uh, I mean, it's is, is normal. You can't watch a Hall of Fame. I most preseason games you you shouldn't overreact, but if it's the one which I don't know that there's a you know one last game now, which one you want to overreact to? But basically, the ones where they play the starters for half. If you want to, if you want to draw some conclusions, and then if you want to watch. The end of the last game in terms of, I think this guy's going to make the roster. Little things, that's fine. But the Hall of Fame game, bro. It's <laughs> I, just a bonus practice. They've been in camp for a week. It means nothing. Zilch. Nothing. No, I trust me. I get it. It's going to be mainly jokes.
1: Mainly jokes. Because I asked him yesterday, I was like, I better not hear when you come back on Monday about, or no, I better not hear on Friday about just oh, we're this amazing team if y'all do well, but if y'all get torched, it's preseason. I don't want to hear that. I want it consistent the whole way through. Oh, please.
0: <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, it won't. <laughs> no, you can't tell Norm to do anything and expect them to do it. He's just going to overreact to a Hall of Fame game. What a waste of time. <laughs> the, the only thing good about the Hall of Fame game, honestly, is... You turn it on, you see players in pads and the football moving around. And you're excited that it's back. Kind of. I mean you're <laughs> excited to see it. It's yeah. not really fully back. But there's something about like you've got real announcers, you've got the refs. Like it feels it feels kind of real, but it's almost like it it's I it'd be like if you watched a movie trailer and you're like, dang, in a month it's gonna be lit. <laughs> Now, if you watch the movie trailer, but the trailer went on for three hours, after a while you're like, "I'm not excited. This is awful." Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's, That's the hall, And you guys are going to sit there and go back and forth and back and forth. It's uh, it's it's
1: inevitable to happen, and I'm going to probably get jammed into responding because I would try to hold off as long as I could, but it's gonna it's gonna be having to get at that defense and, and jokes about that. But you're absolutely right. Waste, big waste of time, but, you know,
0: kind of fun doing it. Tell you what, man. Um, top ass with the Hall of Fame coming in this weekend is Drew Pearson worthy. The Cowboys legend is uh, finally elected into this class. He's been waiting for it for a long time. You know, he played well before my time. Um, I, I, I mean, he was in the Cowboys back in the 70s, early 80s. Um, I know he was an all-pro a bunch. I know he was like the receiver of the year one year. Good for him. I mean, his numbers aren't what the Hall of Famers of today's game put up, but no one's were back then. Yep. Um, So I I don't know. Don't expect Norm to even know who that is. (laughs) Guy reps all this cowboy stuff. I swear one time he didn't even like know who Barry Switzer was. I was like, you know what? Get out. He's like, you expect me to know that? I'm like, yes, I expect yeah. you to know the name of a coach to won a Super Bowl
1: for some team you claim to care about. Like, that's that's almost as bad as troll, not knowing, dude. like, Tom
0: Landry. What a troll. <laughs> yeah, a Tom Landry. He'd be like, who's that? The guy with the hat? <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on him for that. Oh, no. See, there's a reason he's not in here this morning. Yeah. I, had to, when I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen him in a month, or at least I shouldn't say I hadn't talked on the air with him in a month. I was ready to just... Get on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk a lot of noise. See, he's all excited because he knows the Saints aren't going to have a great season, and he just thinks, you know, I mean, he, he lives for that. Yeah, he does. He he's
1: just expects December to be over with already. It's, uh,
0: I don't know, man. I don't necessarily disagree with him there. <laughs> he yeah. gets excited when I'm li- realistically, objectively talking about all the Saints problems. Mm-hmm. Trying to do a show here, dude. Yeah, just trying to be honest. I'm just trying to like stop acting like you're watching something that's getting you aroused, you <laughs> weirdo. It's,
1: was, it's it's so nuts how he lives for the the Saints' failure, but it's not looking good for us, Scott. I had to I had to come out last week and be like, I'm expecting six seven wins, man. I'm not expecting insane. a lot.
0: Like I was I was saying, look, the Saints will still have a winning record until camp started, and you know. The, Anya Mata did it for me. Michael Thomas isn't going to play. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You just don't get a second opinion? My friend James Butler, former UL and Packers receiver who was in with me yesterday, I mean, he said it best. He's like, I just want to know what he's upset about. <laughs> he's, he got the contract. Mm-hmm. He gets the majority of the targets. Yep. What do you, like, what is it? No, that's true. What are you upset about? You're not going to go get a second opinion that you promised you would get, and I don't believe for a second that the Saints didn't ever check in on him and say, "Hey, what's the deal here?" But it's the off season; they can't force him to come in. Mm-hmm. He's just not return their calls. Don't, I don't understand Which, what was going what through the, his mind. You got Thomas out. Onyema going to be out for six weeks. Lattimore is going to be suspended at some point, guys. Who's going to be your? Q- I mean, oh, they signed Adonis Alexander yesterday. It's like, oh, what? Who? And that's what Oh, he, Prince of Mugamore, former Pro Bowler. Yes, like I'm glad you know, ten years ago.
1: I've I been mean, on geez. the Lattimore thing since it's happened. Like I'm just waiting to see the suspension. Who's, who's starting be week, huge.
0: who's your starting corners week one against Aaron Freaking Rogers? Uh, um, uh, Prince of Mukamara, uh if, P.J. Maybe Williams, if he can even make a team. In in Patrick was, Robinson? And maybe Brian Poole. <laughs> You're going up against Aaron Rodgers. We're going right, So they 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 bring Quan Alexander back. Demario Davis is Jack. Quan's excited. You know, tweeting out curse words on his <laughs> Twitter lovely. profile with also God is great. He was having a he was having his birthday In a was bunch happy. of flame emojis. He got, he got a contract on his birthday. <laughs> um, low risk, one year, three mil if he meets all the incentives. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Um, has a history of injuries, might not even be ready for week one. Like, I didn't look at that and say, okay, cool, now the linebackers are good to go. You got one good linebacker in Davis. I don't know about Pete Warner. Maybe. Second-round pick. I have no idea. He's a rookie. And Zach Bond. Zach didn't do squat last year. Facts. Oh, well, he looks good in camp. Everyone looks good in camp. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not, other than Davis, there's nothing about the Saints linebackers where I'm like, that's good. Good good and stable. On the D-line, Hendrickson's gone. Rangids is gone. Anyamada's going to miss time. Um, Malcolm Brown's gone. Yep, we're talking about guys that took the bulk of your reps last year the in majority positions. of the people. So yeah, Cam Jordan's still good. That's fine, even though last year by his standards was somewhat down. He's a little older. Davenport, you know, he's a like show. he's like you know a movie where you're like, well, it wasn't very good, but the. They had that one scene in the middle that was epic. <laughs>
1: oh, they have that this actor that we
0: liked. I, I didn't even watch it. There was some movie on Netflix called Extraction or something. Don't. And every review was not good, but there's just one action sequence <laughs> that's incredible. That was like every review I read. I'm like, I'll just YouTube the action sequence. But like that's Davenport, right? Yeah. He's, he's like, man, like what the hell was the rest of that season? But, dude. He had remember, that one play. You remember that one game? And then three weeks later, he... Oh, and then he got hurt again, and, you know, oh, it's like that part of the movie where you don't even remember what happened because it was so boring and nothing. Oh, oh, wait, wait, is it? Nope, nope, this, nope, thought it was going to be good. Yeah. That's him.
1: No, that is, and I
0: feel bad for Peyton Turner
1: because the, the expectations that's going to be put on him, fairly or unfairly, it's going to be there.
0: Not nearly as what it is on Davenport, though. I, I, I see, I don't agree with you. I think Turner's in a, in a kind of a nice spot because late first rounder, the rep on him is, well, he probably should have been a second. The expectation from fans is totally different for a guy like that than, what, well, you give to two first to get that other guy? True. That's a and fair that point. And that other guy who hasn't lived up to that potential yet, and you just locked into his contract, so you got him this year and next year? Like, I uh, That is a
1: fair point, and I'll say this to that, because that is 100. I think he has the most, but in my Peyton Turner uh, conversation, I do think because of the people we've passed on, the cornerbacks that were there and some of the players that were there that we passed on, that's where I think the fan will be like,
0: mmm. We'll see. I mean, if he stinks, of course they're not going to. Yeah. I just feel like his his um, the, the the patience, the Optimism of wait, you know, he's just like there's going to be more of that. And at this point with Davenport, it's like, dude, yeah, you got to show up. <laughs> I mean, he could he could have like ten sacks and people going to be mad. Why don't you get a sack every game? What a waste. What are you doing? He's, I, I mean, I, don't, I say I don't, I don't feel bad. It's just this the gig. That's the yeah, business. That's, um, that's Lynn Burton. I'm Scott Prather, ESPN fourteen twenty. Phone lines open two six nine ten seventy seven. That's the defense, right? Marcus Williams is good. um Malcolm Jenkins is older. Lattimore is a, a, a very good corner, great when he wants to be, and then average whenever he just Doesn't decides care. to snooze. Yeah. But he's time, you don't have the second last year. The Saints had the best number two corner in football. He's gone, mm-hmm. dominated at Tennessee's camp by all reports. On offense, you got a great offensive line,
1: yeah, and what, I, and I, I
0: mean it. I mean I, I'll I think say it's the that. best in the league. Me and Norm talked about a that yesterday. Great running back. What else you got? And I, and look, Michael I'm Thomas be- is out for a while. What else you got? That's what else you have. Latavius Murray is is he's good. He's a he's a B. Right? Troutman, don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Incomplete. Undetermined, TBD. Yep. Mar-
1: uh, as much as I'm loving what I'm hearing about Callaway, like you said TBD it's camp stuff everybody's think One thing when here. you're
0: the third receiver or fourth receiver, catch your passes from breeze. Oh, by the way, yeah, that big story. He's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. All of this Chase him or Jameis. The fact that it's even a competition isn't a good thing, in my mind, at this point. Traquan Smith got hurt the other day. It is. It's not. I mean, guys, I, let's let's just be real here. I'm with Oh, you. but Sean Payton. Oh, but this. Oh, but that. Oh, but guys, you. I mean, how did the Patriots do last year? Yep. Great point. Different. I get it. You can look all the differences. I mean, I'm not saying that the rosters are the same. I'm only pointing out that last year. There were people that said, "Yeah, but Bill Belichick, they'll mm-hmm. find a way, they'll do this." No, they weren't good. Yep, they were. They were little below average. I was one and of those that's, people. That's what the Saints are looking
1: like right now, guys. I'm not buying into the Kool Aid. Now, you said something that I thought was interesting: the fact that um, it's a competition between Jameis and Taysom isn't good. Would you want to if if elaborate on that for me?
0: Because that I, I'm I'm interested to know what you mean by that. Taysom Hill is best, in my opinion, in his role of Swiss Army knife. Yep, best athlete on the team could do a little bit of everything. If you if you need him to throw it whenever he's back there to to, to open up the offense, so then when he's on the field, you are not sure if he's going to run or not. Cool, Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback. Is not like Jameis Winston threw for over five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. We all know what the problem was. And the guy turned it over. The guy has more turnovers than any player in the league by far. Since 2014. He didn't play in 2014. He wasn't yep. in the league yet. He didn't play last year in the regular season, but a handful of snaps. That's a pretty damning number. Yeah, it is. That's really bad. But if you cut back on the turnovers, guess what? Like, like my thing is, if, if he's not starting and Taysom is, like, what are we not seeing out of Jameis? Like, people will say, oh, well, Sean Payton is stubborn and it's his fault and this and that. But we're not at practice all the time. Like, is he just not... Getting Showing it up. done? Yeah. Like, you, you go ahead and get all geeked up about some workout video. Oh, well, he had a couple receivers and he paid for their trip and they threw on a high school field and watched tape in the offseason. That's great. Okay, You can find stories like that with every team. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say it's, it's a bad thing. I'm trying to tell you don't overrate it as if to say, oh, well, now this is guaranteed that it's going to work out great. Jameis plays great. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pulling but, for him. I, I the fact that like you're gonna have a quarterback competition all the way up to week one in the pros when you're replacing an all-time great I, I clarity at that spot you got a starter you got a backup who also does all this other stuff you got a rookie who's your third stringer roll with it i don't know man i i, I it, you know the whole idea of well if you don't have you know if you have two quarterbacks you don't have one really good one. They say that a lot in college, and that that's not always true. But in the pros, I think that is 100%. And, and
1: every true. time we've seen it happen, it has been true. And see, the thing is, the next thing I think is if Jameis is the starter, do you let Taysom be Taysom and what he's great at, knowing that oh, are we going to let Ian Book play if, if Jameis gets hurt? And see, the Michael Thomas injury makes it even more so where I think you got to play Taysom as, at this tight end uh, slot receiver gadget guy thing, because if not, you're losing one of your weapons. He and is. then who's our backup quarterback, Ian Book, if Jameis goes down?
0: Yes. It's not looking good. Uh, uh, Jerry emails, Scott, I didn't hear you mention Gardner-Johnson in the secondary. I think you'll have a good season. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mention him in terms of corner because I think he's more of your corner-slash-safety Play in the slot. Play the Saints. The Saints don't play three linebackers coming down and being. The, they play five DBs. They, yep. they they like to have somebody that's able to roam around. Like so, he'll be out there and he's pesky as hell and he likes to talk trash and will never stop. And says and that's fine. I mean that's. Did you kind of trash I don't, I don't, trash a, I, don't he is? I don't have an issue with him but let's not act like he's just like elite cover corner that oh well you don't have to worry he's going to he's going to guard the best receiver on the other team no that's not that's just not his skill set that's not what makes him great you know what makes him great is getting opposing quarterbacks and receivers to just flip out and say all this terrible stuff and sometimes get ejected from games. But he the
1: funny thing is, like I was about to say, do you? he's not the trash talker that's like the KG, I'm going to tell you something about your mom or I'm going to say something I about know.
0: your family. He's, 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 he's like a sensei, man. He, yeah. He, he could teach a – he has a Ph.D. in some kind of psychological yeah. trash talk.
1: But uh, Chauncey is more of like the I'm going to make annoying noises that's type That's what I'm of, talking about. Yeah. No, I'm saying
0: he's got the Ph.D. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever it is – it's, it, God. It's <laughs> they unreal, say he's dude. like the
1: annoying little brother that, like, you just
0: want to you leave. Could, you could tell that guy has taken a lot of punches in his life, too. I mean, when he got punched in that Chicago game, he's granted he had a salmon on, but, like, he, he, he looked back like, what? <laughs> it was, I mean, Michael Thomas cold cocked him, like, from behind, cheap shot mm-hmm. in a practice, and next day, like, CJ's like, all right. We're good. Whatever, man. I mean, his joy, it's just it must just be used to it, you know? Yeah, true. Well, Which, when you act
1: like that, you I mean, you got to be, gotta be right, ready to right. You got to be comes. able to take
0: a punch, and the dude can take a punch. That's a fact. And then the fact, I love it he just, like, does not He just looks around like, what What are you doing? <laughs> What's and going then on And suddenly, here? Jack Rabbit jumped on the guy's back, and then, it, you know, it was a little scrum, and he's <laughs> out. I, I gave him against Tampa Bay where he's talking trash, and you hear Tom, Tom Brady be like, I can't say the words on the radio, yeah. but just calling him twenty-two, all this nasty stuff. And Gardner's just laughing. I'm like, that's great, man. He that's brings some, good energy, though. That's a, a that's uh, a fact. If he ever plays anywhere else, just no Saints fans, he's well, gonna just talk nonstop trash about New Orleans and everyone he ever played with. So love him now. Just be ready for that if that happens. He's the kind of player that regardless of where he is, he's gonna talk up who he's with and talk and just Trash talk everyone Every, else. Yep. And yes, make annoy, annoying noises and <laughs> just,
1: just like they say make makes siren sounds. And and he's and always
0: and, messing with like their cleats. Yeah, touching and like, them untying
1: just, shoes, untying pants. Like he's just doing the, like I said, the little brother
0: childish things. You finally just get fed up. I just think when when you've got an opposing coach that says specifically all week in practice before a playoff game, don't take the bait. He's gonna do stuff the whole time,
1: and they still take the bait. <laughs> yeah, like that's how you know he's good at it.
0: It's oh, dude. I mean, we're talking about millions of doubt. We're talking about like tons of money on the line, suspensions, careers, and you're just gonna blow it because he's that. There was a, a game against Atlanta last year, which the Saints won because Atlanta was bad, and Taysom Hill won those two games a quarterback, but Atlanta still had a shot late, and they threw like one to the end zone, and. I can't remember if it was Calvin Ridley or Russell Gage. I think it was Ridley. And, you know, they can go up, get the ball. I don't remember if it would have tied or won or whatever. Like, Ridley didn't even go up for the ball. He didn't even look for the ball, like, off of, like, a tip. All he did was, as the ball's in the air, you can see him in slow-mo. He sees Johnson, and then he just runs (laughs) and, like, throws himself and his head into him. It's like... Game's still winnable, and he's not even <laughs> trying considering to catch the ball. trying to win the game or catch the ball. He's like, I got a shot when this guy's not expecting it. I'm getting it. That's four quarters of just him being like, I've just had it with this guy. And that's a... That's a good why his fans, hey, fans love it, but let me tell you something. If he's ever on another team, you're gonna... He's gonna be tenfold for us. Guy can play the heel to perfection. Yes, he can. ESPN1420and.com um, Let's see. If you're looking at Stats when it comes to training camp. Um don't. No. Well, he threw an interception and a completion here, blah, blah, blah. Guy looked good today, looked bad yesterday. Like, have we learned anything from the training camp reports over the last week? I'm asking you. I don't know. Maybe oh, you have. No, huh? no. I
1: mean, look, all we all all I've learned is that the word is Jameis has played incredible. but like, And and I think you made a great point, and this is me calling back to what we were talking about earlier, the fact that nothing's been announced that we still don't know, but he's playing great, should tell us everything. So, no, we haven't learned anything, in, but we're still taking the bait.
0: Everybody in the media says right now it's too close to call. Uh, Nick Underhill says Taysom is 36 of 50. Jameis is 36 of 52. Two incompletions were pass interference. At least they're not interceptions. I think Ken Crowley had the first pick of Saints training camp yesterday. I forgot he was still on the team. Oh no, he's back. <laughs> yeah. No, don't don't you forget. That's that's your saying. He might be starting week one. Yeah, he
1: might be our second option. And then maybe maybe top if Lattimore's not there.
0: Eesh. Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be a downer. <laughs> it's okay, man. I mean, I still placed a bet for the Saints to win the Super Bowl. I remember you told me about that. Yeah, you even did. though they're not going to, <laughs> I still have that fan in me. That's like, hey, if they do, I'm here you for. Never it. know. And James Butler was telling me um, earlier because he's just it, it's go from being a former receiver and like break down a football play to suddenly the fan in him's just like he'll he'll just turn like that, mm-hmm. and he's like. Don't, don't say that, Scott. He's like, what did you, how do you think the team would do in 06? I'm like, I thought they would be terrible. He's like, see? See? I'm like, see what? I mean, that, <laughs> so what? Yes, everyone thought they would. Every, by the way, in 06, everyone thought they were going to be bad. Yeah. Everyone except Eric Narcisse, who used to work at the Advertiser. Shout out to him. He was the only person that was like, nah, the Saints will be good this year in the battle game. That's not the case this year. There are a lot of people that, that are out there here. I hear them every day thinking, don't, don't sleep. They're going to be great. Eight, nine wins, ten wins here on the phone line. Shoot. Eight, nine, ten. And I'm ten, like, ten uh-huh. and seven? I mean eight and nine, I guess. Probably more seven and ten. I don't think they're gonna be drafted first in the NFL draft. I'm not guys, I'm not telling you they're gonna be awful, but I'll be excited when the season kicks off. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Seven and ten, but uh six and eleven.
0: I mean, it probably seven and ten. Special teams. Oh, you have this all-pro returner. Oh, well, he just got a DUI. He'll probably be suspended a little bit. Forgot about that. Oh, well, you could play him in a receiver. Oh, well, when they do, he gets hurt. These are facts. Yeah. Donald Morstead's gone. Mm -hmm. Will Lutz was not automatic last year. Come on, guys. I don't know who had a worse training camp. Us or the Colts. No, no, the Colts. (laughs) Now, overall offseason, it's it's been a rough one for the Saints. No, you lose your... (laughs) Mm-hmm. You lose your starting quarterback, and what? What? Quentin Nelson got hurt. Uh, yep. broke his foot or something. Same injury. Almost. That's bad. When it's all, hey, maybe they'll trade for Nick Foles. Maybe Phillips teach high schoolers and 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 come play. That's that's a bad sign. Yeah. Be honest though. If james and let's say Jameis and Taysom both got hurt, which I wouldn't hope for. I mean, if they're like, hey, Phillips, go ahead, <laughs> drive down from Alabama, come. Come play for a couple of days. Would you be opposed to that, or would you say, "Nah, just let Ian Book sling it"?
1: See, I'm kind of like I want to see what Ian Book can do.
0: (laughs) Rivers would be fun. No,
1: that but that'd be a good that'd be good good for people like us hearing like the the quotes and everything after the game and just the commentary
0: of living in Louisiana for a couple weeks. That Rivers at this point, and and uh, he may never play again. You know, kind of retired. He is like. Jameis Winston, but, like, without the arm strength. Yep. It's like, I'm just going to sling it up and give someone a shot, but it's only, like, 12 yards down the field instead of, like, 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying to depress anybody, guys. So you got me going, Lynn. You got me going. Hey, um, we got to
1: be honest, Scott. I appreciate
0: the honesty. I'm there with you. ESPN1420.com. When we come back, bottom of the hour. What... what? Let me get an email real real quick. Kirk, who's a regular listener, says Jameis starts. If he throws 30 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, I think the Saints are in the playoffs. Taysom plays his usual role, and you hope he doesn't get hurt. Jameis goes down, question mark, Taysom starts, and your game plan changes. I think it's going to be difficult, Kirk, for Jameis to put up those kind of numbers with... Lil Jordan Humphrey and 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 Marquez Callaway and the receivers that the Saints currently have, no Michael Thomas for a while. Um, I I don't even necessarily know that it's going to be like all of Jameis's faults, like it you know the way the defense is and that secondary. Like I can see them having to play catch up in Week One against Green Bay, and if Jameis is the guy, guess what? He's going to have to take chances because they're playing from behind. Now the interceptions goes up. Like I don't. I think if Jameis is in a role where you've got the great old line, the Saints defense is as good conceivably as they've been the last few years and not what currently it looks like on paper. Now he's not having to play catch up as much. Now he's able to play more ball control. And now the turnovers maybe get cut back a little bit. But I just think by nature of how this roster is constructed, I, I and, and I don't put it this way. 30 touchdowns and 15 pitches that, I agree with Kirk. They will be one of the seven teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's going to be tough. And we're not even factoring in fumbles, which Jameis and Taysom, by the way, yeah. do quite a bit. Um, so if it's 15 interceptions but 15 fumbles, forget about it. It's over. I just, I, it's going to, I I think the, the INTs might be up. And whether that's, oh, it's just, oh, same old Jameis Winston, or it's, man, look at look at who they're throwing to look at how they were having to play from behind i just i have these nightmares like of aaron rodgers week 1 just looking at the saints dbs and saying like it's time hey. to eat and and yeah. that's my thing it's like who threw 6 <laughs> he threw 678 yards and set an nfl record on the opening day of 2021 beep, beep. who is aaron rodgers that's correct Indeed. i mean oh. it's a, an answer to a future jeopardy question I'm I'm not, I'm
1: least I'm less concerned about the offense, even though you do say you do pose a great thing of who's he throwing to, but it's that Allie defense, Kamara. man. Allie who's the, who is that defense gonna stop at this point in time?
0: ESPN fourteen twenty. I hope Kirk's right. I mean look, 30, 15 picks is a lot, but for Jameis it's not. Yeah, that's a but win. And then the fumble's gotta, you know. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, guys. I hope it's just. Hey, he was running through that that uh, pylon drill. He didn't fumble. I was like, my guy stood tall. <laughs> There's something I've said this about Jameis a lot. There's something. God bless him. It's somehow he just looks goofy doing stuff, <laughs> and he always has. And I, I would laugh at it when he was on Tampa Bay. I'm like, I'm not gonna uh, change. If how I'm not it is. laughing at it now, it's because it happened in a game and my team's losing. But if it's like in a workout video or like in practice, I may i I'm, I'm gonna still laugh same and then he's he can sling it he's got a rocket arm by all reports his teammates love him good for him tell me something good make me feel better <laughs>
1: um new suicide squad movie drops today i'm excited for that Oh
0: yeah, you going to stay up late and watch it?
1: No, I'm going right after I get oh, out of it's the it's already three, out there? Yeah, it's going to be out today at 7. i right as soon as I get well, out, out of hear,
0: the Here we're going to hear Lynn's review. <laughs>
1: Bros who think he's going to be talking up John Cena. I'm high. and that poses my question of is the Rock the best? Is the Rock really the best wrestling actor? He's the biggest star, but are his movies truly good? I think Batista's up there when you look at what he's been in and same with John Cena, man. I know that's a hot take. No,
0: no, that's that's a great question. <laughs> now you got me thinking. Think about I it. I thought you were going to bring up the Pelicans and put me in a worse mood. But we do have to cover that. But it's not over yet. It, God dang what did I What did I text you the other day? Uh, about, oh, the about the Pelicans. Buddy Heald. He's still out there. What are you doing, David Griffin? Yep. Go get him. Go get him now. Bring him home. ESPN 1420. We're back after this. the callers made it with him. Hey. <laughs> espn 1420 com. Brad Topham has accused me of being Kevin Foote Jr., and that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Just saying my beloved Saints are a 7-10 and 10 team this year. Just I, honest, man. And yes, I hope I'm wrong. Of course I do. I was telling Linda during the break, like, when I was young, th- there were seasons in the late 80s and early 90s that were a lot of fun especially like 87, I was too young to appreciate it, but it was a blast. But I was too young to appreciate the fact that they hadn't had a winning record in the first 20 years of the franchise. And then you had some playoff failures and some disappointment, and I was at a game when they lost to, of all teams, in Falcons in the playoffs. But, like, then they were bad again, and then suddenly I'm old enough to, like, have experienced way more losing than winning – And the most fun, outside of 2009, because the Saints won it all, Mm -hmm. the most fun seasons of my life rooting for the Saints, bar none after 09, is 2000, 2006, and 2017. I'm with you on 17. And the reason is because no one was expecting them to be good that year. And if you say you were, good for you. Because if you say you were, then you probably think they're going to be good every single year. Again, in 2000, they were predicted to win three or four games. 2006, same thing. In 2017, it, they weren't expected to be horrible, but it was just like, yeah, probably six, ten, seven, and nine. Probably again eight and eight. Like Not they the best e- run defense in the league. They weren't like, yeah, they weren't expected to go to the playoffs. And, and granted, it ended in absolute heartbreak with the Minneapolis Miracle. I hate to even bring that up, but those seasons as a whole, when you just start get rolling, and it's like a surprise. Like I. I hope I look back at the twenty twenty one season and say, "Man, that was God. That was one of the most fun seasons."
1: I love. But 17. I am
0: just not. Anticipating I don't see a seventeen
1: is run on this on I, I'm this not,
0: year. Someone said, "Oh, you're anticipating disaster." Seven to ten isn't i I'm just not anticipating. I'm just being real, man. I'm just being. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm bringing everyone down.
1: Hey, I appreciate it because I'm I'm right there with you. I said this I said last week six seven. That's where I'm at.
0: The um. Pelicans, I'm higher on. They, oh. yeah. <laughs> I I don't understand all the like positivity when it's like I've followed this team since they got to New Orleans and they were the Hornets. They offered Kyle Lowry over 100 mil. Now nah, I'm good. I'm gonna take 90. They yeah. offer Chris Paul over 100 mil. He got an extra year out of it. Good for him. That's how mm-hmm. he got a four year deal. And Phoenix is gonna be paying him 30 plus million when he's 40. Um,
1: we offered uh. Uh, the shooter Tim Hardaway Jr. were off for year ninety, yeah, turned a, it down a, for
0: seventy two, dodged a bullet there. Yeah, <laughs> um, that has not been that. I think it was O'Connor that that kind of mentioned that in passing. Uh, uh, so okay, he he's, he's fine. He's legit. So I'll, if you got all these people saying no, the reality is when you're the Pelicans, and I've said this many times, you're not going to be able to sign a a star marquee player in free agency. You have to either draft one or trade for one. So. You, for some idiotic reason, give away a first for a sign trade with Deontay Graham, and I, I got into it with people on Twitter. Why didn't you like Graham? Graham, Graham at four years, forty seven mils, great. It's how you got Graham. You don't have to do it in a sign and trade. If I could tell you, you could do that and still have a first. Wouldn't you rather that? Yeah. that's the criticism. You see, let me that, put something
1: on you, you. It's, take a, it's the... a trade
0: ship, right? Like, I'm, I'm sorry to just go off here, but oh, I mean, who cares? Who would they draft next year? If they don't have the pick, it means they're in the late teens or early 20s. It's not about that. It's about... wouldn't you? First of all, even if that's the case, wouldn't you still rather have it than not? And secondly, exactly. to be able to trade it. Because now, you can't even trade away your 2023 first in a trade because you're not allowed to have two years on the books without owning a first-round pick.
1: Yeah. No, and, and see... To that point, that's where I get upset about what we got back from Chicago because I think the Chicago get-back should have been whatever gets us Graham in the sign-and-trade.
0: Yeah, and I get so annoyed. I mean, I shouldn't. I get so annoyed of people like, actually, Scott and Lynn, the sign-and-trade means it. Like, I know what the freaking rule is, guys. (laughs) Jesus. It's the more complex rules that have me scratching my head and hoping that there's still more to be played here because – None of the, a lot of these aren't official yet, right? They have mm-hmm. to work at all. You bring in another team in the sign and trade with Memphis or the sign and trade with Charlotte, and now you can bring Graham's salary into a trade exception. Yep. Which means now you're operating over the cap. Which means now you have your mid-level exception, low-level veteran exception, and, and. You can bring in a player making around 20 mil a year, give or take. That means you can get a, a buddy Which, healed with sure. maybe a Oubre signing Correct. or a
1: Reggie Jackson signing. I don't like
0: Reggie. But the point is, like, you do all that. So I'm like, maybe that's why they included the first rounder. And so at some point, we're going to hear the next layer to this thing. Because why else would you have that extra money? You didn't play Lonzo. You played Graham. Again, a good deal. If you're not going to use it. And, and sometimes you have to trade to do it. That's just the reality of being in the market. Well, you just gave up a first rounder that you didn't have to. Is it? Is there more at play here? And so I'm thinking to myself, Buddy healed, bring him back. I mean, named his dog Nola that he got when he was playing in New Orleans. Um, great three point shooter. Yep. Worry about defense later. Shooting, shooting, shooting. That's always say you need shooting on this team. They're still looking to deal them, and you have the space to bring them in if you can figure out the sign and trades, and then you can give a mid-level exception, and then you can bring a veteran in at the low-level exception. So now you've probably filled two starting roles, and you have a good contributor off the bench. But so far, nothing. Crickets. Yeah, it it's
1: scary that we're we're not hearing the silence, and I think my positivity comes from the fact that. Hoping there's something there because if it's not Buddy, there's Harrison Barnes, oh. there's Joe Ingles, there's Bogdanovich. But at some point, we got to stop wishing. And see, my thing here is, though, with this year, Scott, that I'm not hoping for anybody to come save us. I'm putting it on Brandon and
0: Zion. They got to they gotta grow. And they got to get shooters around them. True. And you have to put these right pieces around them. And you, you, David Griffin, right now, you are striking out of the plate. And you're yeah. striking out. You are 0-4. You're you're one for four right now. He was having a good off season before this moment. How, in what
1: way? He made a decent draft, decent coach hire, and I like the
0: Valentina's trade. Yeah, but you gave up. Essentially, that was more of a dump than a gain. True. And you dumped that, which included two first round picks to get rid of two players you never should have signed in the first place. And, now, and I'm not yeah. saying he should have held on to him just because. Well, you just you made the mistake. Stick with no. Do something about it. But I can't. I can't. Can't I have to him look at the whole a mistake. thing. Yeah, you no, know, look, you, you, you yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Maybe I am starting to sound <laughs> too cynical, but I'm. There's a small part of me that's like, let's just wait because you've got all this space. There's, there's still, there's still something to be had here. But if it ends up just being an overpay for Reggie Jackson, I will not be happy. <laughs> don't text me. Don't call me. Leave me alone. I will be PO'd. <laughs> oh man. The last time the Pelicans overpaid for a guy they got hot in the playoffs. Oh, did that go well? No, it, it didn't. It did not. It's called Solomon Hill. Yeesh. And now he's trying to get diamonds
1: from his hundred million, two hundred million dollar teammate.
0: Two six nine ten seventy seven. Two six nine one zero seven seven. Line's lit up. Let's uh let's take a couple of quick phone calls before we get out of here. Welcome into the great Scott Show. Good morning.
2: Morning. morning, old school Cowboy fan here this morning. What's up, old school? What y'all doing this morning? Don't y'all know this America's team playing
0: tonight? In a televised football practice? Yeah, you, don't y'all know America's team playing tonight? Y'all should be talking about some Cowboys this morning. Give me your hardcore analysis and breakdown of this Hall of Fame game. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> Give you what? Give me your hardcore analysis and breakdown of a Hall of Fame preseason
2: game. Ain't nothing, my brother. I'm just telling you like that. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing but some pitch and catch. That's all that is. That ain't thank nothing, you. my brother. <laughs> thank I'm you, just thank messing you. with y'all you're this just, morning. You're just That's excited
0: all. to see the star on the helmet on yes, TV. Right. I, I want to see, I can, I I see can, them can, uniforms. I, I want to see them suits. I, I want to see them helmets. Oh yeah, I can respect I wanna that. I want to see some clacking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just clacking. I'm just messing with y'all this morning, Norm. Norm's not here. All right, no, Lennon, y'all be we careful we now.
1: You have a good one.
0: Hey, nothing but pissy cash. Yeah, little, <laughs> that's right,
1: little, that's right. just want to see some helmets cracking. Just don't want
0: to see anyone get hurt. I mean, nice. that, that's come on. That's, that's, what we, that's what we're hoping for. Uh, you'll only see guys... Uh, Honestly, I can't believe you and Norm are going to watch that whole game tonight. And I, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. That second half? It's,
1: it's You're probably going to be
0: rewatching Suicide Squad. So if the fourth-string quarterback comes in, throws the pass, it's caught Touchdown! Everyone freaks out because it's been twenty-six minutes of just nothing. <laughs> the Hall of Fame game. I appreciate the call. Let's head back to the phone lines. Hello. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hey, how's it going? What y'all, y'all talking about? The penalty. Don't y'all know American losers play tonight? <laughs> Don't y'all know American losers play tonight? Back go Knicks. They 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 go Knicks. The Knicks. Oh my The Knicks gosh. starting five
1: could be scary. They they spent too much money. They spent on uh, some bad contracts. They're excited
0: right now. They are. They're excited to finish 5th in the East. 4th Is, Is it
1: 5th? Is it 5th and 4th because Sixers, Bucks, Knicks, uh
0: Heat, they'll be fine. Celtics, they'll be fine. No, they'll, they'll be fine and they'll lose in the first round. 7th, 8th. I'm, I'm They'll be they'll be fine. They'll be fine and they'll lose in the first round. espn 1420 com. Hello.
2: Man, y'all talking
0: about the pelicans, and you're a little two page spray tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough of that. Enough of that. Hall of Fame game, cowboy <laughs> trash talking. I blame Norm for all of this. That's what. All, that's where it stems from. He's infected all of y'all. <laughs> there's there is an, unfortunately a real pandemic. But there's also a mini pandemic on this station. All call, it's called Normanitis. Everybody's looking out. to
1: either like
0: the Cowboys or hate them. They're polarizing. I'll give them that. True. Hall of Fame game. Jesus. Remember the Saints played in a Hall of Fame game once. Anybody remember who they played in it? Anybody remember what year? Anybody remember anyone? 2000? Is it 2010? Well, I, think they played, I think they played in two Hall of Fame games, actually. Um, So I want to say they played in 2008. Okay. And then I think in 2012... After the whole bounty gate nonsense they, they, they played in it then. And um it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't even remember when, when that was. No one remembers. It's the Hall of Fame game. I am I am looking forward to seeing uh, they, they have so many inductees this year because last year they couldn't do True. it. True. I they had to do it on two different nights. Like see Alan Fanica. Want to see Peyton Manning? Want to see Calvin Trump. Johnson? Yeah. You know, but they're telling him, "Look, six minutes. If it's eight, it's okay." And they're playing like the Oscars, like oh, they're gonna have music no. to make them like end it early <laughs> because they have so many. They got to yeah. try to move it along. But uh, they got to give Peyton Manning his time. I got to hear from Peyton. It'll be the last one, the sheriff, and uh, all shucks. Mm. And it should be it. You know. I'll probably end up seeing more of the highlights than actually sitting down watching it. But if I do have time, I'd those are those are the ones I'm I'm anxious to check out and see. I'm with you on that. 53 after the hour. Scott Prather, Lynn Burton. All right. What was the question you asked me earlier? See,
1: okay, and it's a real question. Is The Rock does The Rock have the best movies of wrestling actors? Not is he the best. Uh actor who's a wrestler, not that he's the biggest movie star, does he have the best movies? When you look at what Batista has, Blade Runner 2049, the Marvel stuff, Guardians he's, of the Galaxy. He's about to be in Dune, which is gonna be a huge hit. He has, I think he has another Denny Villeneuve movie. And then when you look at Cena, Suicide Squad, he's about to get his own TV show, Peacemaker with HBO Max. And then uh Listen, Cena has this new comedy out that's supposed to be amazing in a couple of
0: months. They've all they've all got some. Oh, some stinkers. They've all got some clunkers. Stuber for Batista. They've all, they've all got some clunkers. But nothing as bad as the tooth fairy for The Rock. But the, the Rock has the widest catalog, so it's easy to say you've got the most stinkers because they are. I mean, I know you're not asking the question, but hands down, I mean, he's had the, the most successful. He's the highest paid oh, actor for sure. in the world. He's the, he's like, the last movie star. I didn't, really. I didn't need to see Bumblebee. I mean, it looks like garbage. I mean, the Marine was garbage. 12 rounds was garbage.
1: Um, Skyscraper
0: bad. Talking about the Rock now. Didn't see that. I mean, there's a lot of these I didn't see. Batista, he 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 was in some bad ones before Guardians of the Galaxy, which really kind of made him a star. Definitely was. I mean, the Bond movie was in. He was good in that. That's another but, one. But here's the other thing. Batista, character actor though. But best movies, is he the leading role? Nope. No. So it's not really fair to compare <laughs> Cena and The Rock are having to carry these movies. Look at look at Batista movies where he is the lead. Stuber bad. bad, bad, bad. Didn't see it, but like how many of them are like great where he is the guy? Oh, I can't tell you oh. about him being a character actor him right. playing. And, and, off and of so him. it's fu- that's that's fun and that's easier to be, you know. I'm pulling for Cena. Like I I think I think it's I think it's an unfair exercise. Okay. It's that's like that's you're comparing fan. two quarterbacks, then you're comparing like a great linebacker. You're okay. like, all right, which one? You know, it's like you kind of view them a little different by position. I can, I can rock with
1: that, and I may be. I'll say this: I may be like a year or two ahead on my scene for Cena, because Cena's gonna be a leading man, and I think this is gonna put him over the top. And I think I may be a year or two early with the Cena stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean the Rock. I I think you could you could find some good ones in there, and yes, yeah, some bad ones, but. They all make a lot of money. Yeah, they do. I mean, Batista and Cena have been in movies that like were box office failures. Whereas The Rock, you're like, it's not a good movie. Guess what? Still made People money. People went to see him. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed because a lot of these I haven't seen. Now, The Rundown, that's an old movie with The Rock and good. Sean William Scott. That's a good Great one. movie. That's a good that, one. That's early you Rock. See, yeah, but he was the leading man he in it. He was. Massario Dawson looking fantastic. Yeah. Still looking the same. Killing it. See, now you got me. Now now we've officially transitioned to Lynn's podcast. (laughs) That's what we've done here. That's going to do it for the great Scott show. Lynn, thanks for hanging out this morning, man. This was fun. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Gus Cangiel is on vacation, so we'll have two different guests (laughs) to cover the Saints and Pels. Ross Jackson will join me to talk some Saints. Pels guest Might be Elliot Clough. We'll see. You appeared on his pod this week. I did. It was a fun time. uh, And maybe by tomorrow, though, I've actually done something, David Griffin! That's it for the Great Scott Show. Greeny's next, ESPN 1420.